Hey you guys, it is me, your sister, friend, cousin, daughter, next door neighbor, and homie, Lydia. Welcome back to the Reach Hangout. For the month of February, I have decided to introduce to you guys another series. This series will be broken into three parts discussing the emotional roller coaster of life. Even though we discuss that every day on the podcast, I still want to focus on three main topics. So part one, we talked about how our happy place is every space. All right. And now we are in part two. So get ready. Today's conversation centers on recognizing and engaging in equally and unequally yoked connections. In other words, are we building a foundational life centered on Christ or are we being wasteful of other people's times? And I will go as far and say, are we being wasteful with our own time? So let's grab our beverage of choice. For me, it's going to be water, of course, snacks, and a notepad, or go to the notes section on your phone for today's episode called Like-Minded. Again, today's episode is called Like-Minded. So let's get into it. In life, we as people can internalize the commentary of others and place this expectation of a false reality of how life is supposed to be. We start to believe that everything we desire in life requires a battle of some sort, but it doesn't have to be this hard. There is a difference between not wanting to give up So we persevere, we put in the work, we continue to have the faith. And then on the other side of the spectrum, it's being in a contradicting, self-inflicting environment that we believe to be special. So we stick around, not realizing that this part of my life shouldn't be this hard and that I am the reason my environment hasn't been stable for so long. Walking into the new year, even though we're in February, we're still in the first quarter of the new year. We don't have to erase everything that once was before. It's not about I'm forgetting everything past 2023. Like anything that happened before 2023, I'm behooved. I don't know. It is what it is. But no, it's about taking all that information, taking everything that we have experienced and what we have been through and just acknowledge it and rectify the things in our lives. We have the say-so in what we want to continue to allow and experience and not feel bad because it doesn't match what people think. Everyone will, for the most part, be in different phases of their lives, different phases of self-discovery that may not match yours. Or honestly, sometimes we can just get to the point in our life where we're just comfortable with where we are. But if that position for that situation, that position for that person does not sit with you, you have the right and the authority to detach yourself to remove yourself and not to feel guilty about those things. When the word like-minded is 
brought up in conversation and as we are talking about it, it isn't for just finding agreeable people in your corner. I'm really trying to go in depth with this because we need a circle of community that challenges us, respects our boundaries, communicate in healthy ways, and so on and so forth. Like, yes, like-mindedness means having similar tastes or opinions, but that's just the surface level. Because some days and nights, it takes more than someone who can cheer you in your corner. Because sometimes we do have those dark moments. Sometimes we do have those moments where we feel just uneasy, where we feel lonely and our emotions are all over the place. I need someone who can have my back spiritually. When the heat starts to get on me, when I start to unalign myself in life, I need someone to hold me accountable when I can't hold myself accountable. I'm not searching for someone so much to lead my life because God is my father. He is my leader. But I am searching for someone who is willing to get their hands dirty with me and take their faith seriously because we are at war with the enemy. I don't have no more time to be wasted on whatever it is that I have already wasted my time in life on because now I want to see what God sees. Now I want to obtain the things that God has bestowed over me. And it is okay that people cannot tap into that with you. Because we know that as we continue our journey in faith, as we continue our journey in life, some things we just have to let go. And that's where detachment comes into play. Even if, you know, you leave things on good terms and they want to reconnect, detachment still comes into play. In life, sometimes you just got to do a hey and a bye. No matter what happened in the past, no matter what's going on in your present, you have to do a hey and abide because where God is leading us to sometimes require us to detach in particular seasons in our life because God needs us to be in that isolation period so he can reveal to us what he wants us to do, where he wants us to go, and how we are able to receive the things that he has called according to our purpose. We have become as a whole, as people so focused on just, I want to be relatable. I want to be likable. I don't want no confrontation. I want everyone to just agree with my opinion and how I feel that we forget the main objective of it all. What is that? It's our individuality and self-awareness. It's okay to be alone. It's okay to take a moment, pause, gather your thoughts to try to figure it out because you really want to live a positive and fulfilling life. So it's okay to do that because in life we want to experience new, we want to experience change, and that will require us to deconstruct our old toxic ways and mindset so we won't be in this hamster wheel going in circles and circles and circles repeating the similar repetition every single day because we cannot detach ourselves from the things of the past, that we cannot detach ourselves from the things of the present, and we have been given signs and time and time and time 
time and time again, God is telling us, I need you to remove yourself. I don't need you to remove yourself tomorrow after you did what you did. I need you to remove yourself today. What have we been giving off this year alone to attract the same thing that we've been trying to get rid of since last year, since the year before last? Have we been setting reachable goals or are we setting unattainable ones, okay, to give us an excuse to chicken out? Are we genuinely making an effort to progress in our relationship with God? Or are we just doing those quick drive-bys to say, I talked to God today, but really you didn't talk to God. Really, I didn't talk to God, but it's like, God, I love you. Thank you, God. Boo, 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 boo. We done. Are we doing those drive-by encounters? These are the questions that we need to continue to ask ourselves this year. And if you have more questions on top of those questions that I have stated, continue to ask questions, continue to pause, continue to self-reflect, continue to place yourself in the position of like-mindedness and how we can obtain like-mindedness if we continue to have our ear to God and continue to acknowledge the things that are placed in front of us. If you got to make a to-do list, make a to-do list, but we must acknowledge those things that are placed in front of us and also allow ourselves that grace. Because I think a lot of times we will beat ourselves up over the most minimalistic things. And you know, if somebody from the outer part approaches you and comes at you like that, you be like, hold on, wait a minute. Don't talk to me like that. So why do we allow ourselves to beat our own selves down and restrict our progression because we can't detach or because we're filled with fear? Like I said in the episode, Fearfully Made, sometimes you just got to walk in fear and say, man, bump this because I'm going to reach whatever God has in store for me. We must continue to stay on course, stay aligned in our goals, stay focused, and also remember that goals are always subject to change. So don't be surprised with the goals that you have set previously. They don't fit into your purpose self now because things in life change. Things in life change. But as long as we surround ourselves and engulf ourselves in the things that fulfill our purpose, that gives us positivity, that makes us hunger, that makes us desire, that makes us want to strive for better, our motivation will not diminish. It might sway a little bit because, you know, life be life now here. You get what I'm saying? Sometimes life will knock you down and have you feeling so restricted, so confused, so tossed, so turned, but remember the last thing that God has spoken over you, the thing that has been keeping me going, the thing that has been making me want to pursue my relationship in Christ, not only so he can bless me, but because I know of my promise and I know the worth that is attached to my name. So as we are taking those necessary steps to grow in life, We must also be able to take constructive criticism because sometimes we can deal with the the pats on the bat, the yay, woo-hoo, the cheers in your corner. You know, something that I have been really um, pondering on and, you know, every once in a while I bring it up in conversation with like 
the relationships I have, not just romantically, but I take the opportunity to ask my friends, you know, family, loved ones, siblings, whoever, how can I be a better person in this connection, in this relationship? So ask people, how can I be a better son? How can I be a better daughter? How can I be a better friend? How can I be a better spouse? How can I be a better child? Ask those questions because sometimes, if we're being honest, sometimes when we get so engulfed with ourselves, we don't seek improvement unless it's the improvement that we want. In our life, we have to remember that all areas need growth. No matter what it is, whether it's communication, whether it's accountability, whatever it is, all areas in our life need growth. So ask those questions. Ask those questions. Discussing the concept of being like-minded can cause a lot of detachment in your life. And some of us can say, you know, it's not detachment. We just lonely. And for the most part, I know we have heard and we have personally said, like, I decided to give my life to Christ. And now I'm walking this walk of faith alone. And I lost this and I lost that and da, 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 da. But if you think about it, honestly, if you think about it, did you lose? Did you honestly, truthfully lose? When I think of the book of Galatians chapter one, verse 10, the NIV version, it says this, am I now trying to win the approval of human beings or of God? Or am I trying to please people? If I were still trying to please people, I would not be a servant of Christ. So Having company, attention, going out like you don't have a care in the world is nice, but it is not sustainable. God sustains us. God comforts us. God gives us the things that we need to continue to evolve and pursue the things that he has given to us in life. It doesn't make sense that we drag things along in our life time and time and time again just so we can say that we have it. Or sometimes we just don't want to let go because we feel like if we let go, we lose that memory. But that memory will never be taken from us. Worrying about the opinions and actions of others isn't our purpose. That's God's. Our job is to continue to walk in the calling that God has for us. And yes, as we are walking in life, we should be mindful of our actions because in the word, God tells us to be mindful of the things that we do, the things that we say, because power and death is in our tongues. Okay, but not to the point where we are always constantly trying to people please, where we are always constantly trying to not erupt confrontation. Sometimes in life, we can't make everybody happy. Not even sometimes, all the time in life, we can't make everybody happy. But when I am attached to God, when I am attached to my calling, when I am attached to my purpose, I acknowledge the things that are placed in front of me and I say, okay, God, where do you want me to go from here? How can I continue to be a good child to you? How can I continue to be a good servant to you? And with detachment comes, we just have to let go. 
We have to cut off those relationships of people who think they can enter in and out of our life whenever they feel like it. Cut off carrying the burdens of others. You're carrying their burden, but they're not even trying to carry their own burden. They're not trying to put in the work to better their own self. So why do we feel like we have to carry it? Cut off the self-sabotage. Cut off fear. Cut off doubt. Cut off the hurt. Cut off the things in our lives that have been restricting us because God is trying to place us in a season of like-mindedness. And if you want God to embrace you with everything that he has in store for you, we have to be intentional with ourselves. We have to be intentional with our time. We have to be intentional with the actions that we make. We don't have any more time to waste. We don't. You shouldn't want to waste any more of your time on things that doesn't serve you purpose, that doesn't bring you fulfillment, that doesn't keep you sustained, that doesn't bring you joy, that doesn't bring you peace, that doesn't bring you happiness. I am in a season in my life where I want to be fulfilled and I want to be surrounded by like-minded things, like-minded people. So I have to be intentional with myself. Every step that I make is important. Every conversation that I have is important. So every step, every move, I have to be intentional. I have to say, no, I want to go with my friends, but it's time for me to focus on my schoolwork. No, I want to go to sleep, but I haven't been picking up my Bible lately. No, I want to go to church, but I was out all that. I have to be intentional with every step that I make in my life so I can be surrounded by the things that fulfill my purpose. I have to continue time and time again to ask God to remove the things that is blocking me from him because sometimes we can be that self-inflicting fat So God, if I am the problem, help me. God, if I am allowing things in my life, remove it. Remove it out of my life with peace. I know some of us are ready to be blessed, to be sustained, to receive everything that is attached to our names. But we cannot do that if we do not place ourselves in those environments of like-mindedness and stop watering, okay? Stop watering the dead plants in our lives and just throw them away and not feel guilty about it because you want better. I had to say to myself, I have to stop feeling guilty about the things that I do in my life because this is my life. I'm not going to feel guilty about the things that I want to progress in in my life. So don't feel guilty when you hear the words, oh, you've changed. Isn't that the whole point of living? Isn't that the whole purpose of living? I hope I am not the same person I was back when because I am still trying to learn and love myself. Every day I am faced with something new that is revealed to me that challenges not only me mentally, but emotionally, 
physically, spiritually. I will continue to evolve in life. Our goals are to continue to grow in life in every aspect and gain a closer connection with God every single day. So if that person who says, oh, you've changed and it's for the better, don't let it get to you. Wanting someone to be like-minded starts within ourselves. In so many words saying, if you want something, you have to go get it. If you want growth, only you can bring yourself that growth. We have to learn to water our seed and plant ourselves in a space to grow. Then once we do all that, We will be surrounded by everything we wanted and needed because we are ready. We are ready for our purpose. So moving forward in this moment, in this second of today, are we going to choose to continue to waste our time and to not be fulfilled? Or are we going to choose to reclaim our time and say, no, I'm finna plant myself, like the Bible say, God will plant us by the rivers of water. Or am I going to plant myself next to waste? That's on period. Well, our time at the Reach Hangout has come to an end. If you have enjoyed today's episode, don't forget to like, follow, share your special thoughts in the comment section. Share slash tag a friend. Tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend. Your girl is on the podcast. And make sure your post notifications are on to know when the next episode drops. Plus, keep up with my YouTube channel, Lydia's Chronicles, by subscribing, liking, and commenting so I know that you found me and all of my socials will be linked in the description box below if no one has told you this today i love you god loves you and jesus loves you too but other than that this is your sister friend cousin daughter next door neighbor and homie lydia signing off until we meet again p.s We must remember the end game on here is to grow to be the best versions of ourselves mentally, emotionally, physically, and spiritually with with God, y'all. I love you, SBCs. And until we meet again, I will see you in part three. Bye.